Welcome back to the Umlauter, the internet's chillest scoop of marketing advice, served salty every Monday. I'm your host, author, and one-man boy band, Stanley Bogut. The Umlauter is a place you can go to as a marketer and entrepreneur to feel sane. No gimmicks, no top 10 lists of hacks, just good, clean marketing fun for the whole family. Bring your babies. Now, without further ado, here's today's letter. Last week, the United States Supreme Court revoked the federal right to abortion. Now, if you've read the letter dutifully, as God intended, you know I occasionally, occasionally dip into politics, but I prefer to stay focused on marketing, business, entrepreneurship, and pure silliness. So I won't harangue you with whether the Supreme Court did the right thing or whether they could have spent more wisely the hundreds of man hours they dedicated to overturning a right that 70% of Americans support, the same Americans who pay their salaries. <sighs> I digress. Instead, I'm going to focus on how the Supreme Court achieved their goals and the parallels we can draw in the business world. The Supreme Court reminds me of a private equity firm, the kind of organization that scoops up a failing business and immediately starts making cuts to prop up revenue. Limit two per customer. Available on Tuesdays only from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. Our bottomless mimosas are no longer bottomless. And our new recipe technically prohibits us from calling them mimosas. Come for brunch. And these companies know customers will view the policy changes as money grabs. So they refuse to provide any warning or communication. They make the policy change a surprise, much like the Supreme Court ruling. Customers wake up to find a new policy in place. No breakfast served after 11. And customer-facing employees are left to bear the outrage. For a short while, revenue goes up. But trust dwindles, and customers go looking for alternatives. Private equity rely on these methods because they are highly analytical people. They can calculate how fat their bottom lines will grow after they introduce reductive policies. But where they struggle is to see past the ends of their own noses. Revenues will grow at first, but what happens after two years? How about five? These policies restrict access to beloved services and weaken customer trust because they rarely provide a benefit to anyone other than the brand. A few years later, contracts expire, customers find alternatives, and profits are back on the decline as the market stabilizes. And if it sounds like I'm talking out of my butt, you're right. Because I once introduced reductive policies and had my butt kicked. In late 2020, I was working with a fair but demanding client. My frustration led me to increase my project rates by 10%, quietly. Initially, my client failed to notice because I set my rates after completing the work and my client's accountant handled all of the accounts payable. After a half dozen or so projects at the new rate, my client smelled something fishy. And once he caught on, it blew up. A week later, he cut me off. It would take a year before I received payment for outstanding invoices and just as much time to rebuild his trust. Today, we're working together again, and I've learned my lesson. So if a naive millennial can figure this out and make it right, so too can the combined wisdom of six Supreme Court justices. Nespa? 
Sorry for slipping into some French there. I have to put that five years of French in middle school to good use. Five years of French in middle school? Hmm, I guess you can't spend five years of French in middle school. Either way, that wraps up another whimsical episode of the mmm letter. I hope you leave this column with a better appreciation for what not to do when trying to increase your revenue. It's not about cutting corners and taking things away that are effectively the cornerstones of why people buy you in the first place. It should be more about finding new people to give value to, new ways to give value, and ways that make it profitable for you. Obviously. I love you all. I kiss every single one of you, but also social distancing, so don't come near me. I will spray you with Lysol. I love you guys very much. Very, very much. Bye.